0: This week on Survivor.
1: Hello, everybody. My name's Melissa. I'm G. And we are finally doing our Survivor podcast, which we've talked about for a few seasons now. Um, And with season 40 coming up very soon, we figured now would be a great time to start. As there will be lots of things going on and lots to analyze and um, yeah we're just really excited
0: can't wait (laughs) gonna be a good season
1: yeah so what you heard there was our intro which is G saying this week on Survivor because every week before the show starts that's what he likes to say and we thought it sounds pretty good and he thinks he sounds like Jeff do it again
0: I don't even think it is Jeff I still am in denial that it is Jeff doing that. I know it is, but it doesn't sound like him.
1: He's just like putting on his presenter voice,
0: his radio voice. Like this week on Survivor.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, we think that we bring a pretty cool perspective to the show, Um, which is why we decided to do one. Um, Jay, do you want to explain your survivor experience in history?
0: Yeah, uh, it's very brief. Um, I think my first season I watched was when Sarah had won. I think that was the first one. That's four seasons ago, five.
1: Yeah, you started watching halfway through Game Changers. Yes. Because you saw the episode where Varner outs Zeke. Yeah. And that was your first episode. That's the first
0: episode we're going to talk about on the podcast. Okay. No. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's the first episode I watched, I think. Because you told me it was a big episode. I think you knew something happened.
1: Oh, yeah. So, something something was mentioned to me, but I hadn't seen it. No. And then I was visiting you in Halifax. And I was like, this is great. Great to see you, but I'm sorry I have a longer standing relationship with Survivor and I need to watch it. Fair. So we watched it in Halifax. Um, Um, Yeah, so that was your experience. But then, like, tell us why, tell me why you got hooked, other than the fact that I make it mandatory in the house that we watch it.
0: uh, That definitely is one of the biggest factors, is that it's mandatory. And also that I ended up doing a Survivor pool with you and a bunch of other people. So then putting money down kind of gives it stakes. And then just from doing that, I've kind of had an appreciation and like started actually enjoying it. Like at the very beginning, I didn't know what was going on. So I put money into it and then I actually had to like root for people. But then I've realized now that like the people I put money on at the beginning or like go for, usually isn't the people I'm cheering for at the end.
1: Right. But you should also not take this as a go ahead to put money on things to see if you like don't gamble <laughs> unless you know what you're going to get to. Yes. This is only fifteen dollars. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Just So everyone's <laughs> clear. It's, it's not a big uh, buy in. Um, but that's pretty much how I got into it. And I've stuck around. I'm still doing we're still doing the pools, which is great. Um, is a lot of fun, but I've, I've enjoyed Survivor without the pool because even though all my players are gone who are in my pool, I still watch because it's, it's, it's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Um. So Game Changers was season 34. Um, oh, so, so I've been watching
0: for a while.
1: Well, yeah, cause they do two a year.
0: Okay. So what got you into Survivor?
1: Uh, Well, it just was a new show on TV when I started watching it. I was four because it came out in the year 2000. Um, And it was just like always a family tradition to whatever night it was on. It's now on Wednesday nights, but I think it used to be on Thursday nights. Um, It like switched around a few times, but we would all gather at eight o'clock and sit there and watch. And I remember my mom being in a pool at work. Um, It was never as like detailed uh, as the one that we do now, but it was always cool to hear that like she would put her money on a certain player and all that stuff. So um, yeah, but my dad also did Survivor themed birthday parties. So Survivor has been like a huge part of my life. In grade eight, I was voted most likely to be on Survivor. So that dream is still being realized um, but yeah, it's been every season. I, I know, I think I know a lot about it. Um, I remember players. I also like to watch old YouTube videos of Survivor and past things that have happened. So I don't know, I'm that person in every crowd that is like the Survivor person, because there's not very many of us anymore. Um, but there, the big fans are the are the best ones. So.
0: That's really true for anybody listening. Uh, I am the one who knows nothing about Survivor. I know like three players, and I don't even always get their names right, but Melissa knows like every player from every season. And like who wins? Everything. Everything. Maybe you could be the second Canadian player. That I know. I know that there's only been one Canadian So you might be able to be the second Canadian player to be on Survivor.
1: It was Tom last season, right? I think it's just because I'm really good at remembering names. Like, even halfway through a season, my mom and dad don't know the people's names. And I'm like, you see them. They're printed out on the screen for you. But, whatever. For people who
0: don't get a lot of screen time, I have a hard
1: time. Okay. Well, yeah, that must just be like... I'm good at names in real life and in Survivor. I will. I know your name if if I've seen you once. I know your name. She um, knows it. Okay, so that's also what we think will be cool about this podcast and um, breakdown of this of this season forty is that we are bringing two very different Survivor experiences and season forty is about the top 20 players, winners at that, not even just players, they've won coming back. And you only know, like you said, a few of them.
0: I know Boston Rob and Sandra because they were on the last season.
1: Right. So you haven't even seen them play.
0: I've heard of Parverty because she's sometimes in the cringeworthy Survivor YouTube videos, which I love to watch.
1: You do frequent that channel a lot.
0: Um... Oh, and then, like, Nick. Ben. Ben. Oh, and Wendell, who'd, who I had picked as my sole survivor. I knew he was going
1: to win. That's right. Yeah, so, like, this whole season based on past playing and past seasons, but a lot of these people have changed. Like, Ethan, who was on, who won season two as a young man is now 20 years older, a cancer survivor like that is going to bring a whole different play to the game. So you might be at a in an advantage because you can base your picks and your perspectives on one episode, whereas I'm basing it on an entire lifetime of watching these people.
0: They seem to be quite different people all like 20 years later.
1: um okay i just want to go back to the seasons that you've watched because there are quite a few winners who will be participating um so did you okay so you started with game changers yes and that's when sarah won so she's participating survivor heroes healers and hustlers ben won he's -hmm. playing survivor ghost island Wendell won. Right, he's playing, and David versus Goliath is Nick. Yeah. So of twenty, you've seen forty. I mean four. <laughs> so right. of twenty players, you've watched the season that four like of them have won.
0: Yeah. Right. A fifth. Um, um. Yeah. So yes, I've seen I've seen quite a few of them, and they were really like Wendell. I. The reason I picked Wendell, and this is my survivor thought process, just so just so you understand how different Melissa and I are. Like, she's really good at picking winners. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. But I I didn't pick Sarah because I wasn't in it, but Sarah to me is like what I picture survivor winners to be. Like, for some reason, like when I think of Sarah, I'm like, oh yeah, classic survivor winner. But I picked Wendell. I was like, "Uh, this guy's good. He's super friendly. And the number one thing, I had read his bio and I saw he was a furniture builder. And I was like, this guy's going to be really handy around camp. And that's why I picked Wendell to win. And he did. Not because he built furniture, because he was a really good player. But that's what I thought. That was my thought process behind it.
1: Well, Boston Rob is a construction worker. So it could be a thing.
0: That's true. Did you see that last <laughs> <laughs> hut he built? It wasn't a hut, it was a Extinction
1: Mansion. Yeah, so it's definitely gonna be interesting. I so to our pool, I've won one in the past with Nick. Right. I've been close because um I've picked good players, but he's the only one where I picked the mvp and he was the sole survivor Mm -hmm.
0: but he ramped it up at the end well he he like he kind of laid low and then ramped it up at the end and he had so many points he was just so
1: charming and kind of like you said like laid low made these alliances and then he won when he needed to win and i think
0: sorry is that also the same season with Carl and the idols and the idol Nullif- No, no, uh, uh
1: yeah, yeah, it was David yeah, versus yeah, Goliath. he was a part of it, yeah.
0: Oh, that was he, such a like, good move.
1: I think he orchestrated it.
0: I think so. He would like orchestrate things- he was definitely part of things without sa- and like he didn't, he never took credit for it.
1: It was just like he would be in passing, like, oh, you should do this, and then walk away. Then the person would be like, you know what, I think I've just. I'm going to do this. And then they don't even realize that it was Nick who like planted the idea in their head. And that is such um, a clever way to play because then you don't, you're escaping the target being on your back. But you, at the end, you're doing uh, like jury management kind of when you're, you're making those moves so that you can present them to the jury in the end.
0: Yeah, and Nick is a guy who has presented to the jury yeah. on many occasions. He's a lawyer. Not just survivor jury. Well, he's only done that once.
1: Mm-hmm. But. but he was successful. Yes. Um, yeah, okay, so that is our take on Survivor. <laughs> and now um, we do have a structure that we're implementing into each episode.
0: Believe it or not.
1: Yeah, we're not just gonna ramble. We probably will, though. Yeah, expect some- Structured
0: rambling.
1: Okay, expect some rambling, but also you can expect us to be a little bit organized. So, how each episode of our podcast, which is called This Week on-
0: Survivor.
1: uh, Each week we'll start with a synopsis. Obviously, we want to recap a little bit about what happened, what we're going to talk about. But to do this in a more fun way um, is that we're going to do it sentence to sentence. So say one week, I'll start with a sentence. Like, then
0: I'll say a sentence.
1: Then I'll say a sentence.
0: Then I'll say a sentence. And
1: hopefully, in four, to, in four sentences between the two of us, we will recap the entire episode to the most teensiest detail. Yes, And sometimes we forget about things, but they might come up later. So just bear with us. We're still getting the hang of it. Um, So after the synopsis, we go into a theme discussion. So what this means is that we're going to break down each episode through uh, the lens of a different theme that relates to the episode. So we're going to watch it and then we're going to pick that theme and the themes are all going to vary so it could be from like family and then it could the next week could be like alliance or trust or betrayal or strength or weakness or any other words that relate to survivor and with this approach we hope to maybe get a deeper dive into um, what actually is happening and maybe see things in a different perspective because we'll be forced to see them through that specific theme and also if you who are listening have an idea for a theme you can let us know because that would be cool too
0: yeah we're just getting started but we're gonna set up a twitter i don't know
1: we'll have ways it might just be yes but that's okay Okay, so then after the theme discussion, we're, we get into the outwit, outplay, outlast part. Jay, do you want to explain that?
0: Yeah, so that part, um, which I'm most excited about, uh, we're both going to pick a player from that week that we thought was the best at outwitting and outplaying. And then outlast, it might sound funny to do outlast in the middle of a season or or anything but we're gonna pick someone that we think based on characteristics of that week will be the one to go and outlast everyone everyone else now we might be wrong and they might get voted out the next week so we'll just pick somebody else the next week and we can change it up well it just depends on how the players play
1: Yeah I think a lot of viewers go through the game maybe starting with a favorite and then you see like obviously you've seen an hour of them how can you choose your favorite um and then maybe you hate them or not hate them but you just don't really like them by the end of it so with this outlast we're going to think not it's not our favorite but it's who we think will be the sole survivor usually it ends up being your favorite because you want your favorite to win but um Yeah, it'll just be based on everything that happened in that week. Who is most likely to be named the sole survivor. So a different player will be picked for each of those classic survivor categories. And then that's the end of the podcast. Then you wait patiently and patiently and patiently because I know you will just want to keep listening. You'll wait until the next one comes out and we'll do the same thing.
0: Every week. Every week. Same thing. Just kidding. It's different every week because the episode's different every week.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's just going to give us a little bit of structure because, as you can see, if there's microphones put in front of us, we will just talk and talk and talk and
0: talk. Nonstop stop talk.
1: Yeah. So, that's it. We're really excited. I hope this really works out. It and, should be a lot um, of
0: fun. I'm excited. We have a lot to say about Survivor because, like we explained earlier, I'm very beginner, and Melissa's very experienced at Survivor. So, like, there's a lot of things where I'm like, oh, they should have just done this. And Melissa's like, well, they've already tried that, and it doesn't work. So I'm like, oh, okay. So then we figure things out, and I learn, and then... Uh, so You I'm also
1: ex- have... Don't discredit yourself. You have good opinions about things, too. Like, just because I have watched it all doesn't mean that everything I say is right. Like you that, have a good sense of good players. Like they don't always win, but no. for the most part they make it far and like are likable. And
0: mm. That's usually who I pick are likable characters. And then, you know, sometimes it it changes. You never know because you have so many episodes to go through and there's a lot of, it jumps because it's from week to week. So the next week could be completely different players from the last week well Mm -hmm. not completely different players but like attitude wise or yeah and things like that like sometimes you think people are normal and then all of a sudden they're making jp take his pants off at the beach
1: yeah that was weird
0: that was so weird
1: um also before we hit stop we want to make our prediction based on nothing just based on the knowledge that you have okay who you think's gonna win
0: No, I'll pick. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Amber. I think...
1: What? I
0: think... Okay, so my prediction is that her and Boss and Rob are... are, They're the ones who are married, right? Yes. Yeah, so they're going to pretend like they're not in an alliance because they don't want to, and then... Boston Rob is gonna let her. Win. They're married. He gets. He's gonna get it anyway. They have kids together. It's gonna go to the to their kids. So he doesn't care if he wins or not. What would be cooler is if Sandra's not the only two time winner, and Amber could win twice as well.
1: Well, they're all gonna be two time winners except Sandra. Sandra. She could be a three time winner. Okay. I hope it's not Sandra.
0: She's very sassy.
1: Yeah. That's just not who I like to see win. Like, I love a good, wholesome winner. Like, when Adam won, or when Nick won, they're just, like, down-home boys who, you know, they're...
0: Wendell. 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 Was a great winner.
1: Yeah. So, I just, like... Yeah,
0: Sandra's, like... I don't know. I've never watched a season with her. She just
1: seems mean. But obviously, but, she's won twice.
0: Yeah, so she's some somehow doing something very right. Yeah. But also the message at the end of the pre-episode when she's like, I spent 30-some days with Boston Romney never told me once that he was going to be on the show. Did she ever tell him? I don't think so. I think Amber's going to win. Hashtag Amber for the win 2020.
1: Okay, that's very interesting. I did not think you would say that. Um, I like in my heart, I want Parvati to win just because she's so cool, and it'll be really interesting to see her. Because she was like, she was on the villain tribe when it was hero, or, yeah, heroes versus villains, and she was pretty villainous in her other season, um, or other seasons. So it'll be interesting to see now because like I follow her on Instagram when she's like a yoga instructor and she has a baby and like everyone says having a baby changes you. So it'll be interesting to see how she plays, but I also feel like she knows what to do. Um, So I'd like her to win and just we haven't had a girl winner in a while. And then. Yeah. And then I just love Nick.
0: He was a good winner.
1: It'll be interesting, though, because he's played new Survivor. Like, Amber hasn't played new Survivor. It is so different from what it was in her first season.
0: True. But those guys haven't played old Survivor.
1: No, they haven't. And at the core of it, Survivor is, like, the original Survivor. But
0: Until you get idle nullifiers thrown in there. Yeah. And isn't there something crazy thrown in this
1: there's edge of extin edge of extinction, um, idols and like this fire coin or something. Right. I also really like Jeremy and would like to see him win. Okay, I'm just looking at something, and Ben. They have like profiles about each player. And. He mentions Ryan from his season two times. Really? Yeah. Like, remember Ryan? The little guy? Yeah. Okay. So, the first time he pops up in his bio, in Ben's bio, is the question is, do you still watch Survivor? And his answer, as a great man once said at Tribal, is the Pope a Catholic? And it's a Ryan quote. (laughs) And then it says, who is your inspiration in life? My wife, my kids, my family, Ribeyes, and Ryan. <laughs> what happened between Ben and Ryan? Yeah. And I just have a side note for all of you wondering what the face looks like behind that deep voice of G. If you watched season 35, Heroes versus Healers versus Hustlers. You'll remember Devin the Dew, that tall, handsome player.
0: I look nothing like that. That's
1: what G looks like. Not really. It is. He's a tall, bean-like fellow. String bean, to be exact. Bring on the beans.
0: He had better abs.
1: Well, we all have our days. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, see you next time on
0: Survivor.